Welcome to the Horror Comics Podcast, episode 25, or at least that's my goal. I said I would do an, an old, an older comic like I used to do before the next episode with, you know, new, new comic reviews, so I'm still working on that. So if this comes out, uh, well, it, you know, it will. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, thank you for listening and thank you for being here. We are talking with my friend, Joey, Joey Casco, uh, about some of the Joe Hill, Hill House comics from DC's Black Label. I always laugh every single time of all the, the layers of uh, subsidiaries that are listed in there. But uh, it's a fun line of horror comics for the most part. And tonight we're going to be catching up on the Dollhouse episode, or sorry, episode, Dollhouse issue three and issue four. Uh, issue three was one that was lost in a recording snafu, I guess, um, either on my part on the or on the part of uh, Audacity or Reaper. I don't know. It's what I get for like not really knowing what I'm doing when it comes to recording across multiple... Uh, programs but uh, anyway um, we have a good time and then after just as a little bonus discussion I know it's not horror comics related but after that um, it was actually before we started talking about comics uh, we were talking and we we talked about the movie Birds of Prey that just came out in theaters that uh, both of us really enjoyed and again I know it's not related to horror comics so that's actually why I put it on the tail end uh, and it's very it's spoiler heavy it's not uh, we're not holding back at all we're just kind of talking about it and um, yeah so that's that's after all the horror comics talk and uh, you know just be warned and I'll give another warning uh, as kind of an outro I guess uh, leading into that discussion uh, before we get there so yeah so thank you all again very much for being here and now we're going to talk about those Hill House Comics. You want to talk horror comics? Let's fucking talk some horror yeah. comics now. Let's talk right. Dollhouse Comics. All right. Uh, or Hill House <laughs> Comics, but Dollhouse Family. Yeah. Um, and we're catching up here. Obviously, we had some... Uh, we had... <laughs> I really had some uh, audio issues with the first time that we talked about number three. Um... But which sucks because we, we had a really good time with this one. <laughs> we fucking did, man. We did. we did, and hopefully, you know, we'll have a good time with it this time around. But we've got the follow-up issue that we kind of want to get to as well. But they tie in together really well, so mm-hmm. um, I think we can kind of trail. I mean, we can kind of go between the two and, and see what happens. But yep. g- give me one sec. Let me. Uh, I'm about to sneeze. So. So oh, that's you. Okay. Zoom tight. Yeah, I get Um, let me. You know what? I feel like I always forget to do this, so let me just find the credits. But you, no, not you, Sea Dogs. Sorry, still don't know what's happening there. This one is not our favorite Machado. This one, <laughs> this one's Mr. Carey <laughs> as the writer. We got Peter Gross for the layouts. Yep. We got Vince Locke for finishes. Chris Peter for colors. Todd Klein for letters. Jessica Dalva for cover. And, uh, you know, very Carver, we got Jane Anacleto and Ivan Nunes. And uh, th- it, this, I, I mean, we should point out that this is more British than everything. That's why it kind of has more 
a, like a different language than we're used to with layouts, finishes and all that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, for um, sure. But um, so, I mean, we, we mentioned earlier, I mean, that uh, we're both kind of drinking something. What do you got? Um, Man. Okay. So I started the night with a local uh, brewery. Um, is it Creature of Habit is the name of the beer by Great Raft. Uh, brewing company right here in uh, Shreveport, Louisiana. Nice. Uh, and it's a coffee brown ale. Ooh. And uh, they come in 16-ounce cans or on tap at the brewery, which is about four blocks from here. Nice. Um, and I don't visit too often because it's expensive. But oh. uh, that, that's how I started. And where I'm at right now is Michelob Ultra. If well, that tells you anything. About- <laughs> that's the way you do it. You do the good stuff first, and then you do the other yep. stuff last. Yeah. yeah. So you, you get yeah. coast with the lighter stuff. Well, what about you, man? So I got some, uh, I got uh, Italian white wine called Trebbiano. And Trebbiano uh, to the French mm. is actually called Ugni Blanc. And Ugni Blanc is the wine that they actually use to make brandy. It's the most popular grape for making brandy. Uh, but Trebbiano is actually one of the most like widely planted grapes in the world, and especially Italy. It's just a simple white wine. It's light, and crisp, and delicious. Um, so I thought it was a uh, you know a good night to just kind of you know sip on and and drink some comics with you know so yeah drink yeah, drink man. some comics with it or yeah yeah drink Read them some, up yeah drink them up <laughs> so, yeah hell yeah man. yeah absolutely uh, yeah so let's let's try to go through I mean because this issue three it, it bounces around um between the timelines pretty. I mean, it, it's you don't really spend a lot of time with either one for a little while. Yes. So, um, well, I think the most important. We start off. I think we should start off on number two, page number two. Okay. Um, I think you should because I mean, you start off with like uh, with uh, Joseph in the beginning. I kind of want to hold on for that, but uh, page number two is you don't really return to that, and that is when you find out you know that big giant and uh, and the uh, the little devil girl that we've been following. Uh, that they they start off with that, and we actually learn their names. Uh, a Paradon is the big gi- the big giant character, and Cloaks is the uh, the girl that Joseph actually had sex with at one point. Um, mm. And uh, so, I mean, they, who is like has a demon tail? Yeah, she's now like she's a... got a demon tail. Eventually, she gets wings and stuff. Eventually, in the story, yeah. Um, but you know, she there she he's kind of he's just kind of uh he's awake now he's usually asleep but uh she he he even uh tells her that you know she's the reason why he's so numb and not doing anything um and she explains that uh you know he's the reason that uh, they're in the cave and that he he trapped them in this cave so that she can't escape um and uh, and she even like finds this uh this lizard's egg and you know cuts into eggs and start eating the eggs and stuff like that and it's kind of creepy and that's yeah that's kind of it from them but it just it shows you these characters and actually gives you names for the first time yeah uh and that and it actually kind of what happened because like we said in the beginning you didn't know who is the good guy and who is the bad guy and now we kind of mm-hmm. we know what actually happened that he's trying to to save this entire world and he he trapped her in this cave and and now she can't escape uh except for uh, apparently at some point through a dollhouse and we need to still find out why oh, yeah <laughs> well well i guess we'll get there at some point at hopefully. some point yeah um yep. yeah so we, we go to 1998 uh later louder london 
and it's uh, 1828. Right? Oh, wait, you no, want to go back to the beginning first, here? No. Oh, wait, do you want to do who, which one do you want to do first? Oh, think, either one. It doesn't matter. I think we should do like uh, we think we should do Joseph first because I, I because okay. that has the less uh, explosive ending. If you catch my drift. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Um. So like the first page. Let's see. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, we should do the first page first. After that. Um. Let's see. Uh. Well, okay. So so, Cordwainer was born, and and Joseph's wife died during the birth and right. and they this dollhouse was delivered on the steps and you see like this dollhouse that has like even has like a weird back to it where it's almost like has a wound yeah like fleshy which, wound yeah. on the back and everything it's really weird which we have yeah which we've seen before as like it's like this weird swirly fleshy kind of thing mm-hmm. that you, you don't see very often but it they do show it in very like specific times especially here yes and yeah, especially here yeah it, yeah, and and from here on out too. Before this, you really yeah. didn't notice it that much. Um, but they so they assume you know it's the day of his wife's funeral. Um, so they bring it in, think it's a gift for the the son, their son Cordwainer, which is you know one of the people that is actually in the dollhouse later. Um, and and Joseph is really a dick about it. And he's like, all right, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Um, and then you know. <laughs> They, and one of the maids say, you know, for the funeral, uh, shall we fetch the uh, the paramulator, and which is like another term for a baby, basically. And he's like, yeah, I suppose it should be present for this. It's his handiwork, after all, saying like, you know, he killed his mother, and you know, so he should oh, probably God. be here for her funeral. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, Jesus. yeah, and and later as we skip past what's going on with, uh, you know, in future times, I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying to keep a, uh, trying to keep a, a, like a bookmark on the sort of more present, not present day, but the 1998 timeline. But like, how does, Uh, because we have at the funeral, we've got this, um, priest priest or monk. Yeah. Yeah. He's coming up and they're, you know, they, they're all at the memorial service for, um, uh, is it Charlotte? Yeah. Charlotte. And Charlotte Kent, and um, let's see, what does he say? It's like, uh, you know, let her soul be set among the just for though we sin and fail, we find salvation in your grace. And um, Joseph is like, keep that thing from me henceforth. Miss Bullock, let me not see or hear it. She's like, the, no, no, he hates that sir, kid. Your he, son? He's like, yes, that. <laughs> he hates that kid. Yeah. You, yeah, and that's where this priest comes in. Yeah. You, like, Kent, you Kent, Joseph, Joseph Kent. Yeah, but like, <laughs> He's like now, here's the thing. Like, it, it, this is where so there's a few points in the next two ep- issues where I'm like, okay, what the freaking hell? How does this this even happen? Like, but this is like, how does this priest, like, just a random priest, even know what the hell is going on here? <laughs> you know, yeah. and and there is a point later where you kind of have a little hint of how he knows, but like he he takes this the this metal thing, this uh, this pendant, and shoves it in his mouth. Uh, and he and he tells him while alluding that he knows what Joseph did in that cave. Yes, exactly. He's like, did she embrace you down in the dark? Give herself into you, the manner of a woman with a man. Mm-hmm. And that's where he's like cursing him, basically, and shoving this thing in his mouth because he like knows what's going on. Yeah, yeah the staling gill will save you. Nothing else can. And he spits it out, and there's blood on this pendant and everything. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then uh, and then we get more of. Uh, but then, and so later to, we skip ahead to actually yeah. where Cordwainer is actually older, 
He's not in the crib anymore. Yeah. He's actually older. He's 1835. 1835. For those keeping record. Yeah. And he's, <laughs> he's falling out of a tree. And, uh, and so uh, Joseph is meeting with the actual, the guy who was with him when he actually first went into the cave. So they were like, you know, exploring, they were doing this mapping, this cartography, cartography and everything. And, yeah. um, and so they're t- discussing about things and finances and stuff. And the guy, and he asked him about the cave that he went Joseph to. is just, yeah, I was gonna say, Joseph just is reiterating how much of a bane of his existence this cord rainer is. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, just the worst dad. Yeah. Cause that's what he says. Because the, uh, his, friend whatever the assistant is like the boy shows well joseph he's like the boy is a gall to me don't speak of him will <laughs> like move on to other business I'm like jesus man he's an expense that's what he is he's, yeah. he's an expense yeah so like yeah. you know and uh so they're talking about finances and and, and all that and he's like so what about that cave and he's like well it doesn't exist anymore what do you mean is it it doesn't exist anymore and so so you know they're talking yeah. about that and they're and then they they go out they go off to you know, they walk off and he leaves that metal that was shoved in his mouth on, on the table and coordinator goes up and he's like, Hey dad. Cause you know, I mean, that's his dad, even though his dad hates him, he still loves mm-hmm. his dad, you know? And he goes up, Hey dad, you know, you, you left your leckless. He goes and picks it up and it burns him and it hurts yeah. him. And the only thing that, uh, that coordinator thinks of is that, Oh, uh, this is going to hurt, uh, his mother. <laughs> Yeah, and that you know, he, so he's like, "Oh yes," <laughs> so you know, oh he he goes and uh, he finds out what this thing is made out of, and he hunts down. Somehow he hunts down. I'm not even sure. I don't know how he, how you can figure this out, but like he goes to all these different places and he hunts down where this metal came from, and he gets more of it made so he can get it made into a knife. And I'm not even sure. It's. Well, well we go – actually, it goes back to the same year. It's still 1835. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, he just – the next thing we see is that um, uh, he's taking it to, like, some kind of a minor. Yep. And he's like – the guy's like, I never, you know, took nothing like that out of the ground. Sorry. Uh, where is he? But they're like, just, like, looking at it. Like, oh, it's not from here. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's not from here. Like, and, yeah, he's going yeah. through all and these he's talking about, the, like, the inscription. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, I didn't learn it. You know, whatever. Uh, is a charm is what a charm against the old boy. Uh, you think, do you know where I might purchase more of this metal where I might find someone who speaks and reads Gaelic? Mm-hmm. Um, th- I mean, this is kind of just all in, in we, the next time we pick up, it's 1847, so almost later. 10 years later. Yeah, 12 years, is it, er, 12 years later, 1835. Yeah. yeah, yeah 12 yeah. years later. Yeah. So if he's finally got like, now he has a knife made out of the same exact metal. So I don't know, it doesn't, like, he's, I don't, so this is the part of this entire issue that I don't, why didn't he just make that one thing, just melt it down and make it into a knife? Why is he going to find the source? To find out where it came from? Because he knows where the cave is, and it only opens for him. So so that that doesn't make sense to me, because, like, it, he knows where it is, and it only opens for him, as we find out. So I don't understand why he needs to find the source of the metal. It doesn't make any yeah, sense I, to me. The only thing I can think is maybe it. Well, He's, when we go into the next issue, maybe we can bring that back up mm-hmm. because I feel like they kind of talk about that briefly, okay? But not very specifically, but just kind of briefly, it comes up like, you know, I I know what that actually is. That kind of thing happens, and so I'm like, but it's still not quite answered. So 
who knows until it's all over, but that's kind of where it leads to him like getting that. And it's like, he's seeking some kind of blessing. He's doing this prayer yeah. with it. And then he rides yeah, he off, bows down and goes back goes into the, yeah, he goes back and he finds the cave opens up for him and he leaves his horse behind. And sure enough, the, um, it, fucking whatever a succubus thing is there the angel a paragon or whatever is asleep on the ground mm-hmm. um and and it actually as yeah, we so know as there she is too and actually mentions it so when we say find out that's 1847 it says joseph's last night on earth so that's yep. kind of for the next issue it's kind of important to remember but uh yeah he yeah. goes back up in the hills and he sees that you know the cave is open it opens just for him as we find out uh, he says, you yeah. know me, monster, and I know you, and opens up and actually kind of looks like a vagina, uh, which is, mm-hmm. you know, it's, yeah, it's a inviting man. I think intentional, for it, sure. Absolutely. Yeah. And then he he walks yeah. in, and he sees the head of the giant, and, and there she is, um, and she's waiting for him. And uh, that's yeah. the last we see of him for this issue, I believe. Yeah, yeah that, that's, that's it. That's it for that. We see and she's- The rest uh, of it is, yeah. I mean, we can assume what happens to him because it says yeah. is last night on earth, but yeah. Yeah. And we'll fucking, we'll see what happens in the next issue because they show it pretty much. Yeah. Um, so the main, the, not the main, but like the more uh, present day, which again, isn't because it's 1998. It's Alice at the, uh, I got a nightclub and she meets a guy Jake. And, uh, named Jake. Yeah. He is black, and they end up, and which you would think would not yeah. matter, but it actually does in the end of this issue. Yeah. Um, so yes, yeah, um, but yeah, I mean they they hit it off. She just wants a night one night stand, um, and he you know he seems like a guy, and it turns out he he's a really good guy, and in, in the next yeah. issue, um, and yeah, and uh, his for some what something happens with the co- his condom, and who knows even if that even existed. <laughs> You know, like, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's so, but uh, it could have broken, it could have fallen off, he could not put it on, but uh, he ends up impregnating her, mm-hmm. and uh, she does. And she can. tries the, she tries a bunch of different methods of, yeah, you know, all these different ways of getting rid of it, and it, it seems like, and sure enough, she takes a pregnancy test, and she's like, ah, oh, what the fuck? Yes, and, and also, uh, and we need to remember that, I mean, she is the a descendant of Joseph Kent, who we were just talking about, and um, and his wife was supposed to be barren, was not supposed yeah. to have any kids, um, and so even with, with her, with Alice, you know, doing everything that she could to prevent this child from happening, it still happened. So that could be still a thing yeah. where it just like, this is like a persistent thing where reproduction through the chain, through, through the, through the, the line of the family, basically, which we find out is, yeah, yeah actually a thing. So, yeah. Yeah, yep. for sure. Um, the I, next thing is we move ahead to 2005 with Una, who is her daughter. Who's awesome. Um, I love Una. She's great. Yeah. yeah. And she's they're late. They're in school. They get out. Uh, what, big thing is like the teacher is what when you first see Una, she's like checking out a, a drawing that she's done, and she's like, "It's my mom with a dog." And she's like, "But is that blood? Why is there blood?" And she's like, "Because my mom cut the dog's tum- tummy open." Because she's a vet. And it's this thing of like, she's wait, a veterinarian. Right. That's she's what a, she wanted yeah, to be. She's a veterinarian. Yeah. So she's like, yeah. yeah. 
So it's this whole thing. It's like, does your mom really cut dogs open? And it's like, yeah, all the time and cats. And it's to make them better. She's a veterinarian. Well, that's Uh, that's one of the things when when she was talking to Jake, she said she wanted to be a veterinarian. So now we find out that she became one. You know, yeah. Yeah, finally became uh, that. Yeah. So so her, you know, persistence and and everything that she actually became a veterinarian. Yeah. She she achieved her dreams. Yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. for sure. And they're, it's only going to get worse for oh, her as we move along. Nightmare, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. You have this uh, very sweet moment where she picks up Una from school and they hug and then you can tell they just have a great relationship. And um, you have... Uh, Another mother. I guess Chloe's... Like a, doing like yeah, a date Chloe's night. Mom. Kind of, not a date night, but like a, a uh, you know, a... Uh, like a play, a play date, date and, yeah. and moms like have some wine night while the kids play kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. So they set that up. Which, you know, when, yeah. when my kids come home and they're like, you know, we should do a play date. And I'm just like, oh, God, no, let's not. And this just reminds me, no, <laughs> we should not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Roscoe has not been there yet. Oh. He only wants to hang out with our friends that have kids. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have, he hasn't asked yet about school friends oh, yeah. uh, to come hang out. We're like, okay. Oh, it's coming. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I know it's coming. We're just prolonging the inevitable. I'm like, oh, well, but you do have friends over here that know. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so, we, so, so you got Playdate coming over. And yep. yeah, so I mean, and first of all, you know, they, it actually turns out that you know, they start talking about parents and, you know, the, uh, you know, the fathers of children and, uh, and Alice actually becomes honest about, you know, about Jake and that she actually mm-hmm. didn't, um, she didn't never even told him at all that yeah. he had a kid. And she's like, well, maybe you never even thought about actually telling him. And she's like, no, cause my, I, I don't think if it's even here, it might even later, but she was like, you know, my dad was an asshole. And yeah, as we saw, she actually killed him. She doesn't say that here, but yeah, <laughs> you know, like my dad yeah. was, a, you know, was a, was a jerk. And, you know, and it's kind of weird because it's almost kind of like, as you see on like social media and all of the places, it's almost like a reverse kind of thing where she's like, uh, why should I tell them because of a condom mal- malfunction? And so much so you, you see yeah. that a lot from guys. It's like, <laughs> you know, like yeah. why, like, you know, because of like a condom malfunction. Now I'm a dad. Like, you know, I didn't want this and blah, blah, blah. And the mom's yeah. like, what the hell? Um, it's actually, like, it's yeah. almost like a reverse kind of thing. <laughs> she's actually like. Yeah. You know, it was actually kind of weird for me as because as being a father of two girls, yeah, <laughs> you know, like a reverse yeah. feminism kind of thing. I'm like, oh, really? Okay, <laughs> yeah. really? I mean, this guy what? impregnated you and he has yeah. no responsibility. Are you kidding me? It was actually kind of weird yeah. for me, um, but also yeah. it was it was also I, I, kind I, of strengthening for her because she's like, I can take do this. I can do this without yeah. him. I, fuck I him. Yeah, I don't need him. I'll make it yeah, happen. Yeah, yeah, like fuck this sure. guy. You know, he, he doesn't need to know. Yeah. I can do this whole freaking thing. This is this is the love of my life. I'm going to take care of. Him. I'm going to do what I can. And then mm-hmm. and then uh, so there they start to clean up, and uh, they find a the like cord wainer, like literally cord wainer, like from the dollhouse, like a little doll mm-hmm. of cord wainer. And she's like, oh, oh shit, like this is the doll for my childhood but i think that was important that you know so she's like you guys gotta go you gotta get out of here to the other two um and she started scolding her daughter and just saying you 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 just can't talk to this you can't talk to this doll you can't talk to anything like this and the but i think the important thing is too is that she says that i know you're not cordwainer she says i'm no i know you're not you 
you're the dollhouse and you need to go now. Mm-hmm. So she knows that this isn't the person for whatever reason. She knows it's actually yeah. called one like, or leave himself. Her alone. Yeah. I know it's not you. It's the black room, but leave her. Don't come back here again. We don't need you. We don't want you. And she throws the doll. Exactly. Like into, I guess the, the other room. So I think that's actually which the important ties part. into the, the like, court. I was going to say it ties, that ties into the scene where like, the child corn wainer is falling from the tree house mm-hmm. in the past in the 1835 where the dad's like, ah, oh, who cares about the kid? Right. So it's like a cool, like progression of like the scenes there. But yeah, yeah, no, she's she, like, she knows corn wainer's a good guy. Like his heart is in yeah. the right place. And that this is something that is not him. And it, you know, it's the, it's the dark room or the black room, or whatever it is. So, you know, yeah. it's, it's not, yeah, exactly. So I think that's important in part that I think I missed that in the first, my, first few reads and i i you know i saw that later on that uh that she was actually saying it's not you but you need to go away (laughs) get the hell out of here yeah and it's and it's the it's like the 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 two girls chloe and uh yes that they're like playing with toys and and they're like okay time to tidy up and clean up and like it's actually chloe's mom that finds the cordwainer doll and is like hey what is this it looks like an antique Mm -hmm. and that's when uh, alice is like Oh God! Like fuck! Um, oh, like this thing's it's out. Back. Something weird's going on yeah, here. No, it's bad. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. It, so you go over. T- yeah. Uh, well, I was gonna say the next mm-hmm. scene. It kind of goes. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, no, because I mean, I mean, you even said like at one point. I can't remember what point when we we're talking about all these books and everything that you you had suspected that the dollhouse just appears out of nowhere. And I was like, I yeah. don't know about that. I thought it was kind of a privileged thing and all that. And and, and then it, it's been proven that it, it just it just appears out of nowhere. And even so, it, even like these little figures and all of this just appears out of nowhere to, to try to ma- manipulate this family, you know. So I, you mm-hmm. know, and that's kind of one of those things. Even the figures just pop out of nowhere, just, yeah. you know, just to kind of like these little like little manipulations that are just kind of, you know, just picked and choosed from and not, it's not just a yeah. random thing, <laughs> you know? So, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So um, yeah, mm-hmm. moving on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We'll see more of that too coming up mm-hmm. here in the next issue. Cause it's, Oh yeah. Oh my God. It gets pretty fucking nuts. Um, so we have uh, Alice uh, kind of, it seems like waking up during a surgery, mm-hmm. uh, doing surgery on a, like a dog. And it's like the other the other uh, doctor here being like, Alice, hey, you know, little help here. Right, she's giving birth, but the placenta won't expel. And she's like, okay. And your dad's waiting in the car. And she's like, what? She's like, never mind. I see it. Just needs a little coaxing, which isn't that. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a C-section we'll um, on a dog, basically. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So but isn't the... coax the name of like the. Yes. The fucking. Yeah. And she said, just needs a little coaxing. coaxing Got it. In it's... bold letters. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and as she's pulling out of this dog's like you know torso, it's yeah. just this big form of like mass and like yeah. flesh, and it gets bigger and bigger. All these arms sprout out of it. It's and it's ha- like, it's a well, dollhouse. this is awkward. Yeah, dollhouse. With all yeah, these and arms. It, it starts turning into like a flesh. Yeah, you see it's the windows, crazy and disgusting. You see the you know, the yeah. porch and everything. So as she's performing a C-section, yeah. it needs a little coaxing, and then it's yeah. like just the house just appears out of the body and everything, and she wakes up. Yeah. And then the dollhouse is next to her bed, and all the dolls are looking at her. Yeah. And then you had Jenny, and Jenny is just awesome. I love her. Yeah. And yeah. Um. um and- what is the the dollhouse says? Like, 
you know, well, this is awkward. In dreams, they say we drop our disguises and walk naked, but we're in your dream, not mine. And I must say, I'm flattered. You've caught a good likeness. Yeah. And so she screams and she's like, didn't mean to wake you. She's like, you're not real. You can't be real. She's like, oh, you know, I am. Don't be coy. Uh, they all miss you. Yada, yada, yada. Um, but you're selfish now. Yeah. You've grown up. Yeah. He's like, but it's better than not growing up at all. Your bargain. Your bargain. And I'm not suck. interested. To say that. Well, this is this. Yeah, so this like, is the, the second time she's going to turn down yeah. the bargain. Yeah. Right. And she, yeah. And she's like, stay the fuck away from my daughter. And it's like, that's all you she said cares no about. To me twice, yeah. Alice. I've got the message. Yeah. And as to not growing up well, and then you have Jenny crawling over the back of the fucking yeah no so now now yeah don't kiss it off until you've tried it you fucking spaz yeah that was all like yeah so that was all coke what's her name cokes right cloaks right and then coex or yeah and then jenny climbs on the back she's like don't kiss it off until you've tried it you fucking spaz and then she just and then jumps out the the window she is menacing yeah (laughs) that is menacing oh and alice all these years later is like wait how are you fuck fuck oh fuck, fuck. yeah she realizes what's kind of going on <laughs> which is where then you have then um jenny via i guess the house it like portals into mm-hmm. this like fucking white supremacist like on these like message boards like typing and all this racist shit and like uh jenny comes through the wall like freddy krueger style and it's like hey arnold uh and he's like who, who are you? How'd you get in here? And she's like, Jesus, isn't it fucking obvious? I'm a messenger from heaven. A fucking messenger from fucking heaven. Just listen. You've been chosen for an important mission. And it looks like you've got most of the ingredients already. So that's where we lead well, to. He does, though. I mean, I mean, you look at, well, first of all, I mean, yeah. you look at the screen and everything. I mean, it just harkens yeah. back to the time that this takes place. They show you what he's typing. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. like also like the, the monitor and everything. This is not modern. You know, yeah. this is like, a few bears back and everything, but like, oh like yeah, you look at all the stuff that's in his room. Those are all things that are meant to blow up. <laughs> yeah, deep exactly. fires and stuff that you can just set up to just yeah, freaking blow up. He's got the ingredients and everything, and he is. Yeah, he's. I mean, yeah, he's a whack job, and uh, he yep. and she just convinces him that uh, you know God is on his side, and she needs to do this to for. <laughs> you know, to, to get to heaven and all that. And, and just, I mean, just look at her. I love her. <laughs> she's yeah. great. She's terrifying. Yeah. And she's always in the background, yeah. especially the next scene. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So you have Alice and yeah, you have Alice and Una waking up, they have breakfast, get ready for go to school. She's about to drive her to school and she drops her keys right in front of the car and looks up and there's her father. Uh, that's her father that her, she beat. Yeah. Her, her father dead with like, yeah, blood running down his face. Jenny sitting in the back seat and under in the shadows, um, and she drops her keys. Is the big thing. Yep. She's like, "Are you okay, mom?" Yeah, she's, she's like, "Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine." She dropped my keys right here. I don't know where they yeah, are. Gone. Uh, I guess we'll take the bus. So that's where this whole next progression comes. It's like they they get on the bus to go to school, and then you have this guy. Uh, well, actually, Alice offers her seat. She's like, "Hey, you know, you go ahead. We can stand." He's like, "Thank you, I'm fine." She's like, "No, honestly, we don't need to." And he interrupts and says, "Whore," and she's like speechless. And then you see slut. this bomb on his chest, exactly. And he's like, "Slut." Uh, what does he say? Mixig- mixigenerator. 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 I don't fucking know. Race trader. He says race trader. 
and then blows up the fucking bus, and that's where we end that issue. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck, dude? I mean, um, it's probably because I'm American, but yeah. I've never heard of mix a generator. That's yeah, not a mix thing a, around Yeah, here. mix a grenade. I don't know. I don't know how they're saying or what the fucking word <laughs> means. Probably should have should have looked it up. But um, I remember reading that and being like, "Well, what the no. fuck happens from here?" Well, I remember reading that and be like, "What the fuck." <laughs> yeah because like well how do they survive this you know and like i like, i gave this entire issue like for my review on uh weird science dc comics i give it a 9.5 because i mean this entire issue just was not anything like i expected and it was awesome yeah. like there was it, yeah. it didn't go anywhere that i thought it would and it was great like I, I, yeah i mean everything i mean from from the priest to just like the you know the dad come you know just like um not but the dreams and everything like it, it was just i don't know it was just awesome yeah everything and it expands what the dollhouse can or or and or will do mm-hmm. and it, you see how it can reach out to affect i guess other people's lives and like that's what's crazy to me and jenny is seeing like jenny like oh my God. being part of that now reaching out being like an agent of the dollhouse or of the dark room or exactly. whatever exactly now and it's just like well what the fuck is going on here you know mm-hmm. yeah no not not only is she like because she she said the words but not only did she say the so because she did that now she's like a part of it so now she does whatever yeah. it wants it to and she and she actually as we see in the next issue she actually kinds of be, becomes like almost like a like a uh, like a a manager <laughs> basically like yeah, pretty a, like much. an assistant manager like you got to see me first before you go before you go to the boss kind of thing later on yeah like the black room is closed yes exactly um, but like she's so yeah. creepy in this and everything in this issue oh my god it just like it was like this is not at all what i expected and i love yeah. it yeah so, and, absolutely I mean, that it was great and i'm gonna continue that yeah in the next issue because yep. i mean this whole sure. this whole thing has has just kept carried the same thing same theme yeah hey i'm gonna take a uh a pee break real quick and then we can jump right back into it all right just gonna make a quick note of the timestamp, and i'll be right Me back too. oh boy okay all right I think the credits are the are the same for this issue, huh? I think they same, would. Uh, yeah. uh, creative sure team here. Vince Luck, I Chris Peter. So, yeah, same folks. Um, I mean, shit. This issue starts you back uh, with Joseph Kent in the cave, mm-hmm. and he is confronting this oh, whatever she is, and so she says. Um, You've ridden a long way on a wild night, Joe. Uh, come along in now and lay down your little silver wick trimmer. Aren't we friends? He says, "No, we're not." And this is not silver. She says, "Oh, I know what it is." I mean, we got freak. We you got freaky at one time, but we ain't friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's like, "Oh, I know what it is." Uh, you don't though. Uh, you only know what it will do. And he says, "That's all I need to know." Uh, come down and face me, spawn of hell. She says, hell, hell's a mean and piddling kind of place. My home is somewhere much bigger and farther off. But since you ask so prettily, 
And she like sweeps down and she says, I'll come. And when she does that, she slices his hand yeah. off. That's holding that's a knife. holding a knife that so he starts. So, yeah, I mean, he had this yeah. knife made to you know hurt her or kill her, right? And she just she's just like sling, it's gone. Now yep. you get nothing. Yep, Sl- <laughs> yep. slings you get down nothing. faster, like quicker than a yeah. yeah, just like like light, and it's just his hand is mm-hmm. gone, and he's of course freaking out. So she's like, hush, you know, just only your hand, and you've another, and he's freaking out. She's like grabbing his face and whatnot. And she's like, I said, be quiet. The angel's asleep and I have no wish to wake him. Uh, did you not think shame, Joe, to draw your weapon on a woman? What would your friend say? He's like, that basically the face that you wear is a lie. And he calls her a demon. Uh, and he says yep. to tempt men into the sin of lust. So she's like, uh, there was no lust in what we did. I needed an, I needed an instrument. That's all a go-between to carry something from, from me out into the world. You did well, Joseph. You did very well. Now you see her in this other form where it's just this huge fucking mass of like yeah. eyes and mouths mouth. with teeth. She's, she's like, like, I love face. mouths. Yeah. <laughs> so much yeah, I can do like, with Every mouth. face I wear is a, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Like every face I wear is a lie, by the way. Uh, my kindred don't really have faces, but I've, grown to like them in spite of myself especially mouths you can do a lot with mouths and then you just have a blank and they're like surrounded she's got like all these different arms and spikes and stuff and then you have a, just like a blank panel of like him screaming, screaming and then it's cut off with blood i think i th- um, i think the things that you need to take away from the scene is that she calls this the, you know the giant sleeping in the cave she calls him an angel she calls yeah. him he calls her a demon and yeah and also the thing is that at this point the dollhouse is already created i mean it's already Mm -hmm. there and so the thing that i'm really interested in is how does she get in there from here and and that's that's the or is that misdirection you know i don't yeah i don't know (laughs) i don't know so i think that's like i mean so i like i said i mean we got a demon and an angel from the very beginning. So we have to connect that. But yeah. also at this point, at the death of Joseph, the dollhouse is already created. Cloaks is already in there at some point, but she's also here killing Joseph. So I want to learn how that happens. We don't learn that by the end of this issue. Yeah. And I hope we do <laughs> because I mean, yeah. I, I, everything is a great i everything's kind of i hope everything ties together at the end of this but i hope yeah exactly yeah. so that that's the one thing i want from this as far as these first few pages go but i think those are the things yeah. you need to take away from from that part and then it moves on to the other story arcs from there yeah and she also says like she's not from hell she's from something more like more vast or something bigger well, or something like that. And that's where I'm like, they crashed from another planet, both of them. So we have no idea where they came from. Oh the, yeah. 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 That's true. Yeah. I forgot that they that crashed into earth before even, you know, before everything settled into what we know as earth. Now they, they were here before that. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. I feel like we're not going to get the answer to that question. No, You don't but, think so? Uh, fingers crossed. I hope we do, but I feel like we're not going to get that answer. I hope so. I think I think it's probably uh, a vital part of the story at the end. I hope so. I really hope it is. But if it's one of those things. Like, have you seen the Lighthouse? No. The the uh, Willem Dafoe, Robert Pattinson, uh, Robert Eggers. Oh no, I haven't. No. It's. I mean, 
if you like weird, like kind of horror, it's, I mean, I hate to call it a horror movie, but like it's got, it's, it's kind of funny in a, in a lot of ways actually, but like it's just kind of an artsy sort of eerie movie. Eerie is it? It's an eerie, eerie movie okay, where yeah. you're just questioning things. And like, it's one of those things by the end of the movie where you're like, what, what is this? <laughs> yeah. What is, what is this? What does this stuff mean? Yeah. And you can kind of go online and like piece things together and say, okay, they were doing an interpretation of this story, but okay, whatever. Um, that's kind of where I'm like, I could see them taking some uh, based on other stories, like being like, okay, well, like where they came from could be left to interpretation or something. You know, I could see them doing that, which I just, for this story, I want to know what it was, you know, I, I I don't know. I don't want to sit there and try to like revel in, Oh, what do you think it was? Well, what do you, you know? I want to just kind of know. Yeah, you know? no. Yeah. It's, um, but yeah. we'll see. We'll see. We don't know. It's too early to say, cause it's not over, mm-hmm. but um, no, I get that. I, that's one thing I worried about was like, are they going to try to be like coy about the origins of these things or, you know? Well, no, since um, that, since anyway. that was fr- from the very beginning. N- no, give me an answer. Yeah. Give me a freaking answer. Right. No. Yeah. It's, yeah. And and like you pointed out, the, the dollhouse already existed. It was already like kind of just showing up, you know, and it had the weird back on it with the flesh thing. Mm-hmm. So clearly there's something that predates this story. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, so, so so what do you want to do? We go to, to do you want to do the modern one uh, or the uh, later one later? Let's. See. I think we should do the modern uh, one. How do we? What do you uh, think? I mean, well, you know what? I think uh, cord winner is probably shorter, so maybe do that first. Okay, all right. Eighteen forty-seven. Sure. Cord winner. He finds out his his father is dead, <laughs> and yep. uh, yeah. So I mean. Uh, and his father was actually previously dead when he went into the cave first, right? I mean, they thought he was dead before, and uh, he came out, and <clears throat> and then he met his future wife and all that. And but now he's he yep. dead because we saw him die. <laughs> yeah, but uh, and now they're bringing Court Wainer like his the box oh, that he had with him with like a journal and a pistol. Yeah, and, I know that his possessions yeah. and everything, and they even mentioned that uh, Court Wainer still has. The dollhouse, and he's like, "Hey, it, it just brings me comfort. It, yeah. you know, it's it's a piece of me. It brings me comfort." And um, and then we find out that you know he he grows up, he finds a wife, he becomes an inventor. He kind of he just you know he was withdrawing he, yeah, from humanity brought, and yeah, from his exactly. Wife. He has yeah. no feelings basically, and, and let's not forget mm-hmm. he's an offspring of cloaks. He mm-hmm. he's an offspring of this demon, and uh, so he just doesn't have the, this connection to other people, and he disconnects, and he has his focus in his work. Uh, the estate goes into debt, and uh, he just grows old. And uh, and it's interesting, yeah. yeah, it's interesting that when he grows old, that's when they mention like he grows old, and then his wife leaves him, taking the children. So it's kind of like. After they're he old, like old I guess maybe in, they didn't have children for a long that, time, but like maybe that doesn't matter. I don't no, know. No, that's yeah, you know what? That was now that you mentioned that, that is something that I mentioned that that I noticed that he grows old first, and then his wife leaves with his children. So, yeah. um, was he like and one of the old oldest? Will come and visit his every wife now was and then. like way younger, and these kid, these still like kids. It, that was kind of a weird thing for me when I was reading it. But I was like, I kind of passed it over, and uh, I was like, you know what? Okay, so he grows old, um, and 
and uh, you know he he all his children gone and everything, and the estate goes in debt and everything, and and then you know he's just kind of you know just this old guy, and uh, you know when he's you know close to death or whatever, the house is like, hey, come here, come on, come live here, and he accepts it. Well, did you notice that? Okay, sorry to yep. interrupt, but like the the narration goes from like referring to him. Mm-hmm. Like it goes from like he go, he does this he does that and like he grows old and his parents you know his wife leaves him with his children you know whatever and then it switches in the same font in the same wording it, it switches to I wish I had found it switches to I to first person I wish I had found someone who understood me oh well actually never mind it says he thinks okay so it's never mind I I completely missed that disregard what I just said because it doesn't matter I I skipped. I didn't recognize the part where it said he thinks. And so they're just quoting him. Basically. Oh no, I get what you're saying though, because you know what? I mean, that's the angels. That's the angels fault. Hmm. I wish I had found someone who understood me. He thinks now, because this is the the narrator story is, is the the unconscious giant. I just, okay. So I, my mind went to, because again, I, I, missed the he thinks part so i was thinking is it switching to him now being the narrator but it's not so anyway yeah so the house is like i understand you you can come live with me and you won't be alone anymore who under who understands Um, now he's like very old at that point he i mean if he's the offspring of cloaks who understands him and then he finds somebody who does he and he goes into the house to his mother basically i mean that's the last that we see of him in this issue and the main thing of the story is the other part, which is pretty rough. I mean, this yeah, whole thing it's is rough. Alice waking up. 2005. Oh my God. Yeah. So we're, yeah, 2005. Alice wakes up. Jake is there and he's like, don't move. And he's trying to explain stuff. And she's like, where's Una? Uh, calling it, he's calling in the nurse and he's like, we're going to bring her, just relax. And um, the nurse re- or the doctor, or whatever, reveals that, you know, this whole explosion happened five weeks ago and you've been asleep we had to induce a coma you had a skull fracture um and alice is like trying to get out of bed she's like i gotta see una so she gets out of bed and hits the ground and realizes that one of her legs is gone it's all bandaged up and there's literally just like the stump mm-hmm. there um and jake is like you know seven people died uh you and una were the lucky ones um and she's like hell of a way to find out and he's like i hear you i only just found out i had a kid and so you find out that like in all of this the police came to him being like hey like your daughter which you know whatever i don't know how those things kind of i mean especially i mean we're talking about like another country too you're you're talking about england we don't know how these things are handled as right, far exactly. as uh, it, if they ran DNA, DNA you know what I mean? Like they could have you know, led back to him, registrations, you know? whatever. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of a lot of Who things knows. are different here. Um, but yeah. um, also, you know, a, a thing that I found just like you, you mentioned the stump, it, I found it really disturbing that she kept mentioning the stump and when people she keeps calling yeah, it in, yeah. in bold letters and i thought that was really mm-hmm. like important where she felt that it was just like no this is my stump instead of yeah. uh, y- y- because the back of the dollhouse kind of looks like a tr- like the, a tree stump 
like oh, the rings. I know, you yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> no, like, yeah, you're right. It looks like a yeah. wound and kind of fleshy, yeah. but it actually kind of looks like the rings of a tree no, that's I, been yeah, cut I down. Didn't, I didn't notice um, that, yeah. And the dollhouse is probably made of wood, yeah. being old. So I wonder if that's something. Who knows? Yeah. We don't know. It, it hasn't really, you know. But I just I'm curious to see if that's like But a, I, I feel like it's almost time. like an, a, an, old, an insult to herself where it's like, no, no, this isn't this isn't a limb or or whatever. It's my yeah. stump. Like this is what I yeah. have to deal with. F you. I have a stump. Yeah. You know, you know, it was yeah. like it, it's kind of like a like an insult to herself or to others, like F you. This is what I have to deal with. Yeah. You don't know what I'm dealing with, kind of thing. And but she also sees yeah. like Uma who has an arm, like she has a prosthetic arm. She runs when they finally get to yeah. see her, and we actually get to see that Jake has been actually really good dad. And that he yeah. he's been really taking care of her. He he's drawn a drawn a unicorn on on her prosthetic arm because he calls a unicorn, yeah. and he's really been taking care of her and all that. Instead of just being kind of like, uh, I just learned I like had a daughter and I don't know what to do. Like he's actually yeah he's taking this up. He's jumping into no, the role, it, and he's taking responsibility. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. And and we learn that like we even see him really jumping the role by being actually with her too, because he's going with her, you know, into her rehabilitation stuff. And he's just not there for just because he has to, I mean, he's there because he wants to be, and he wants to take care of the mother of his child and, and everything else. And I, you know, it's uh, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a really cool thing to see. Uh, the progression of that yeah. and to actually see her go through what she needs to go through because she actually goes through a lot of shit too between those things, you know, with talking to her doctor and everything. Yeah. yeah. And it, what I liked was like her, Alice's outlook versus like when Una comes running up, like, and just, just, yeah, so positive mm-hmm. and like, Hey, look, they did this cool stuff to my arm. And like, now I can like move my fingers if I do this, you know, it's like, She's like all positivity mm-hmm. and, you know, just that childlike sense of like, she she's not acting like she's defeated, which is where like Alice as the adult is like, I'm defeated. Like you were saying, like, it's a stump that <laughs> like the whole self self-deprecating kind of idea of it where they're like, hey, you know, the doctor even says like, hey, you know, we can get you, we can get you started on the same thing, you know, and get you a prosthetic. And we see later when she starts getting into like, the um physical therapy aspect that she's just having a really hard time with it and she stops and jake is like there for her and like basically telling her you have to keep going like you know your daughter you know is she's positive basically like like relying yeah, no, on but yeah. she's also he and, even says that she's positive in all of this that like all she ever talks about yeah. is she, she always sees the bright side of everything everything yeah. <laughs> he even tells that to her you know, and yeah, yeah, so I mean, Una is just is a great character for all of this, opposed to what she's going through, where she's just a, having a really hard time. Because also, be and she's having a really hard time because she wants to protect her daughter against what mm-hmm. she's going to face. Because what she's going to face yeah. is pretty dark, as we're gonna see. But yeah. Yeah. yeah, and we see that like in the next scene, basically after the physical therapy, mm-hmm. where. You see that Jake is completely invested in this and Alice is going to go with it and continue like physical therapy. So we go back home now and um, uh, Una is running into her room. You see the dollhouse and 
they're just talking about how the kitchen smells bad. Um, so Una runs up to the dollhouse and she's like, look, James, look, Peggy, oh, I lost my hand. So they gave me a new one and Jake drawed a unicorn on it. Jake's my dad. And wait, hold on. She's like, and there's this, uh, wait, what? did I miss something? Well, so they've been home for a while now. And, uh, the, is there a time? The dollhouse uh, does not show up until Alice does. So, I mean, this is when Alice comes home and now all of a sudden the dollhouse is there because I mean, they've been home for a while. She's had this arm for a while. It's been weeks now. And uh, so Alice is finally home and now we see her running into a room, Una running a room and dollhouse suddenly there and her dollhouse is, is she's now t- telling her dollhouse of her arm just now. So it's kind of alluding to uh, that's right, yeah, because because yeah, Alice has the leg. Yeah, no, too. yeah, exactly. So, yeah, she has. Yeah, the so it's yeah. now alluding to this dollhouse was not there before because now she's just yeah. now telling her about the arm. So the dollhouse yeah. is not in so, that house until Alice is in the house. So I think that's kind of a important factor. I don't know, you know, overall if it is, but I think kind of when you really think about things it kind of is you know yeah there's something going on for sure with that and then like whenever um i don't i don't know who's saying this because they're like oh my god that smell it's like satan's (laughs) butt crack and that's when you see the light come in the door you see the dollhouse in una's room and she throws the door open that's when she goes to see it jake didn't throw out the lettuce or the ham he just kind of lost track of yeah yeah Right. They say something about like, oh, it's the dead baboon. The cat's still alive. That's something. But like they also you also like in like lore and whatnot, they also equate like the presence of demons with like sulfur Hmm. and like, you know, a bad smell and stuff like that. And in a lot of like if you get into like hauntings or demon possession, whatever, it's always equated with like or it's always coincides with like the smell of sulfur or some kind of like burning and like really bad smell. So I was like, I wonder if that has anything to do with like the house. I, I don't know. Butt crack. But um, yeah, Satan's, Satan's butt crack. Butt crack. <laughs> the sulfur from his crack. Uh, but yeah, so like, right, you're right. So she's telling her about this uh, this arm. And then, of course, Alice comes in. You see that she now has the prosthetic leg. She's like, Una, get the fuck away from that thing now. Uh, she's like, I was only talking to the dolly. She's like, you mustn't. Una, you mustn't, prom- you mustn't promise me. She's like, I promise. Um, she makes Jake take Una out to dinner, and yeah, so, yeah they take uh, Alice the, the, straight up confronts the house. Well, no, I mean she's pissed the fuck off because, of, well, I mean, like, yeah. like I said, like I mean, if this thing she just is now literally mentioning to her the dollhouse, like to the dollhouse that, like, hey, yeah. here's my new arm, like this is what I have, and it's been five weeks, so like now you're in the house, like this is about you. This is not about your daughter. This is about you. You're like yeah. this is about you. You're this is your first night back in the house, and and all of a sudden dollhouse is back, and now you're confronting your daughter, and she's now telling you for the first time about her hand and everything, and all that. Now, all right, get her out of here. I'm gonna do this shit myself, and she is pissed the fuck off. And she yeah. says the words, and she goes up in there. She and she sees her family, yeah. the, the whole family. She's a, she's happy to see them. They're happy to see her, her, but she's like, "Get me to the black room. Get me there right now." Yeah, you just fucking. And I love the shot. Yep. Yeah, 
I love the shot when she's in her house before she goes down into the dollhouse. She's standing in the doorway and she's like, all right, yeah. you bastard, let's do this. And then she says the words and crawls in. But yeah, so it opens like, right up. You know, and it's just like, kaboom. And it's like, yep, yep. let's go. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, oh, we'll stay and play games. You're never going to leave yep. again. And oh, read the water, babies. Oh, to you. And she's like, guys, it's great to see you, but I can't stay. I came to talk to the black room or whatever the fuck it is that lives in there. And and, um, what, and they keep trying to talk to her. She, and But uh, Cord Wainer is like, um, well, here's the thing is like, I'm we said, it, she even said at one point, she's like, I know this isn't you. I mean, this is, this is, yeah, you know, this, yeah, no, Wayne, she's, doll, this isn't you. Like the doll that was outside. This the is, this is the, yeah. the evil in this house. Right. And, and he's yeah. like, and at this point he's like, I'm afraid, I'm afraid I can't do that. Alice, the rules have changed. You have to ask her. So he's like, actually, and you look at the face on him, he's actually concerned for her. So like it's mm-hmm. kind of a confirmation because right, she's like take me to the door corner. Yeah, he's actually yeah, he's like, it's kind it. of a yeah. confirmation of like you know what I actually care for you, but like uh, this this bitch is gonna fuck you up because <laughs> she does, mm-hmm. and it's yeah, and yeah. she does. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's like I'm afraid you have to ask her, and you, like Jenny is standing up on like the steps. At the top of the stairs, like, hey, fuck Nugget, how's it hanging? Oh, I, <laughs> I was like, oh Jesus, I love it. How great is that? Oh, so evil. A fuck nugget. How um, is it hanging? Yeah. Oh, and then, I love it. Right. So and then, good. In in this scene, kind of sprinkled in, you have Una talking to Jake about Una's like upset because she's like, mom's being so mean ever since we got back. Mm-hmm. I don't understand. She's being so mean. And Jake's like, no, you have to understand. Like their whole reason that she is different now is because you were there when this thing happened and her whole goal in life is to protect yep. you. And she feels like she failed because she didn't keep you safe. And I'm like, fuck, man. As a parent, I'm like, dude, fuck, yeah. Like, like, yes, way to explain it. And it's like, so it hurts her really bad that she couldn't do that for you. Absolutely. Um, I mean, as you know, as yeah. I, I got two girls and uh, I mean, that that's yeah. the biggest fear. That's like, you know what? I guess right. what? I ain't afraid to die. I'm afraid of losing them. I'm yeah. afraid of leaving them. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, like right. it, it's, yeah, it's, right. it's like, uh, yeah. As far as just responsibility and, and just kind of, you know, taking care of them and, and all of those things. Yeah, exactly. And you just feel yeah. all of and, that and, and the, you feel, yeah, the fear and the places your mind can go like of like the worst case scenarios of anything for your child and, and like not being able to protect mm-hmm. them or keep them from, harm you know what i mean it's like the idea that at some point you do have to kind of let them go off to school or wherever but like that idea never leaves of like no but i have to do everything that yeah. i can do exactly and that's and you like, know what and i hate yeah. i hate to bring up like the whole kobe bryant thing i don't care i i mm-hmm. don't care what like the whole thing whatever kobe bryant did whatever and all that i will whatever leave that out of that when you're going down in a helicopter and you have your daughter in front mm-hmm. of you. Right. And like, it's like, what do you do? That That is the right. scariest situation that you could ever face. Oh, fuck, dude. Like, I don't, it, it, leave everything, like, I don't care. Block it out. <laughs> right. Whatever you think happened with, yeah. with the controversy of him, like, it, when you see your daughter and you know you're about to die, what do you do to comfort right. them? It, that whole entire yeah. situation is scary as shit 
and it and, no, and yeah. it's like it haunts me haunts me every day no it's it's and, fucking haunting that's what and that's what i mean like the places your mind goes when you have to put yourself in situations like exactly that, or like you know it's just like what do you you know you have to think like well what are you gonna do what can mm-hmm. you do it's when like, you know what all hope is you just lost. have to like what do you mm. what do you absolutely do and th- this yeah. is what alice is going to th- that's what she's watching yeah. into and she tries because <laughs> she's badass yeah <laughs> she doesn't give a shit she's hey, like leave yeah. my she's, fucking well, daughter alone <laughs> yeah great. and and going into what i was gonna say is like whenever you go to like my mind goes to those places like those dark places where my mind's like well what do i do if this happens yep. and that happens in these hypothetical situations it's like i have to be like fucking stop just like throw that mm-hmm. shit out put them away somewhere and like that's not happening right now so don't worry right. about it and that's not what happens here but alice does say okay jake take her away get her out of here take her somewhere away from here because i gotta deal with shit and it's kind of the same idea that they're putting on paper here it's like you you kind of have to just put that away and deal with what's actually going mm-hmm. on and in this book it just so happens to be a supernatural dollhouse right <laughs> but, but she, i mean she marches and but that's what happens she faces it for she, she takes she it on, goes you know, right up the, face she on, goes so. right up those stairs she's like leave my fucking daughter alone yeah you don't touch my daughter yeah. leave my fucking daughter alone and she goes and just goes yeah. to punch her right in the fucking chest and it goes right through her dress and freaking yeah. jenny just kicks her right in the stomach yeah. <laughs> she's, like, she's like feel stupid now don't you yeah and she's but she's able to hurt yeah, alice you know it's like yeah no again the helpless feeling yeah. of a parent like just getting kicked mm-hmm. in the gut by something you can't control like yep uh, so what? what is the deal she makes she's like okay here's the deal you stupid bag of meat and I'm only saying this once so fucking listen your rug rat gets her hand back you come and join the other retards in take here. it or leave take it take it or leave cloaks it is so cloaks is sick of your and, bullshit and so am I just, and she so am I and she out. spits she's her like, out like takes her fucking yeah. foot and just spits her fucking out I love it yeah like, like you even see like liquid or something coming out with her she's like so am I and spits her yeah. out and, Take it, leave it. Cloaks um, is sick of your bullshit, and so am I. And just fucking yeah. spits her right out of there. And like, yeah, I mean, how? Look at that. I mean, just freaking awesome. Yeah, Jenny is fucking, fucking great. <laughs> I love this character. I mean, as a yeah. villain, yeah, fucking as a villain that I was not expecting when this story mm-hmm. started to be like, and, and like you said, not even like the villain, but like the manager. Yeah. <laughs> The annoying person that you want to get through to talk to the person in charge. Nope, sorry. Um, so this is where you have basically Alice is no. like, no, fuck you. I'm not dealing with you. Fuck off. And the house is like, is that your final answer? She's like, yes, it is. Like, You're sure? She's like, how many times do you want me to say it? It's like, oh, three times is quite enough. Very well, Alice. You've made your choice and now you'll have to live with it. So then Jake and Una come home and they're like, hey, you know, we've got food and whatnot Wait, but hold, hold on so, so alice is but, reading so she's okay. but she's like so her thinking is like all right so if i if i accept your offer i'm gonna go in the house for this house forever she's gonna get her arm back mm-hmm. but then i'm gone she doesn't have, she doesn't right. have a yeah, mother yeah. right so i'm right. gone forever she spends the whole time thinking that i yeah. ran out on her no yeah. exactly but so she gets her arm back seriously like an arm it, when she has a, a spr- prosthetic that works fine for her yeah. so and she's very happy like excited about it like she's so very she's positive like about the whole situation. logical she's yeah. actually being logical and she, which yeah. she's been through this entire thing 
all three issues, all yeah. three offers. She's been completely logical about the entire thing. All right, the first one. All right, you know what? I'm gonna go kill him myself. Fuck you. You're, I don't yeah. care if you're gonna go kill him. I'm gonna kill him myself. You know what I mean? The whole thing. She's been yeah. like, all right, I'm taking this on myself, right? And yeah. and so and the, the house is like, all right, you know what? Three offers is fine. She goes and blasts off, and then she goes and and she they she reads her a a, uh, a bedtime story and uh, yeah, yeah, Peter, Peter Pan, Pan yep. and everything and hey, we see Jenny in the background <laughs> and uh, God. it's when they're saying goodnight she's oh, like peeking yeah, around the corner uh, been, behind her like goodnight, dresser goodnight mommy goodnight Ona sleep tight and then like right to left sneaking <sighs> on that quote goodnight Fucking Una, creepy, man. sleep tight right onto the left of the quote she's right there yeah. peeking through and and it was like all right you come out now and oh, oh and, jesus and, and freaking jenny this is where through. i started the, the oh dread God. just fell over me because you have the parental dread just completely drenched me and like with this next because scene. you were given the option yeah. you give the option she gets yeah. arm and you get stick stuck in in the house forever and you're just like oh shit what the hell is going on and you have all this talk in between jake and, and alice and blah 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 whatever you know what they yeah, went just through. being about like oh well i guess i'll head home you can stay no you, know you yeah. don't have to sleep on the couch come on yeah. in like they even kind of get like, yeah, sexy. Give me the like, dick. well you don't have to sleep yeah. on the couch like a girl's got needs like come on in and uh yeah, yeah. she's like Oh wait, hang on. My stump on top of her. Is, it's itching like crazy. It feels like something's. And dude, what the? And then fuck? all. So he climbs on top, and you know, like my stump, my stump, my stump is itchy. Yeah. And then it's a leg. They emphasize that, and again, it's a yeah. leg. And what does that mean? Yeah. What does that mean? Yep. She's. Yeah, it was the opposite trade, and even Jake is like, "What? What, what the, the fuck, fuck, Alice? What the fuck?" fuck? And she's just like, and he, so it's like, he's seeing it too. It's not fucking no. insane. She's like, no. So she knows what happens. They made the opposite trade and she's fucking running towards Una's look, look room. The, this is where at, like, it just crushed the, me, man. The, that is like <sighs> the most devastating scene where she's running to the room with yeah. the door that says keep out. And then yeah. she's standing there with Jenny staying over and she's running up behind her. Like that is just yeah. like, she's like, don't, uh, don't do it. Yeah. You know, that's heartbreaking. And she walks in the room as as Una is saying the yeah. last words, only, only one. And boom, and she gets you can't, sucked you down. You can't so beat the house. You've got, you can't beat the house. No. Yeah. So you have Jenny holding a doll, like a little yeah. baby, tiny doll of Una. And she says, can't beat the house, bitch. It's like very mm-hmm. Freddy Krueger-esque, you know? Freddy Krueger always said bitch for some reason. He's like, can't beat the house, bitch. You don't you know that yet? No more deals. But let us know when you're ready to beg. And then you just have fucking Alice as the Luna. house is like dissipating and Jake's watching it, seeing it happen. And and Alice is like crying out. They just like devastated. And but what I'm what I like, I mean, I, I like this whole issue a lot. It's incredible. Uh, it's devastating. It's heartbreaking. But I love that. Like Jake is not oblivious. It's not like, oh, they didn't make it to where it's like, what do you mean? You were never missing a leg or, or, you know, like the whole thing of like, what do you mean? The dollhouse was, is gone. It was never here. They don't make him that right. character. It's like, he is like, what the fuck? Your leg yeah. is back. What the fuck is going on? Oh wait, now this house is disappearing. Like he saw it yeah. happen. So like, he's a part of it. Um, 
And I actually really like that they're making him a part of it. Like, you know, as opposed to just being oblivious right. and like, so there's somebody else that can confirm she's not insane. Yeah. You know? No. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that this is something that that's, that has to be dealt with something that like, you know, it's, it's not a figment of her imagination. So they can't play her off as crazy. So that's what I'm like, as devastating as it all is. Um, I mean, Alice is a badass and she has proven so, but with as, as crazy as this is, like I like that she now has someone that has seen what she has known to be true. So that's where I'm like, dude, fuck yeah. And the art in this issue is so yeah. goddamn good. And you're right, dude. Jenny is a fucking <laughs> badass villain, <sighs> like just demented evil. And she's not even the final boss. Fuck <laughs> like, nuggets. Like, she's just the fucking the hell. You know, hell says fuck nuggets. That was great. Right, uh, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, oh, Jesus Christ, man. Um, Holy hell, dude. I, I love this fucking series. I, I fucking, I love it. Yep. I I, I agree. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know what they'll say. It's, it's freaking awesome. One of my favorites. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, shit. I, I, I'm, in, in a way, I'm kind of bummed that, like, it's, Sorry, you're gonna hear me my tape uh, splitting here. There we go. Um, in a way, I'm kind of bummed that like it's a limited series, but at the same time, I'm like I'm curious to see how they wrap it up with two more two more issues. You get two. They've done it. Yeah. They've, yeah. Right. With two more issues, and they've done a good job though thus far of like pacing between the timelines and kind of making it all work. So I don't doubt that they can you know wrap it up the same way. I'm just like oh yeah. Like I'm enjoying it so much, I don't want it to end, but I also want to know what the fucking deal is. Yeah, so. no, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, uh, well, yeah, I'll take it. But, uh, dude, yeah, it was fantastic, and uh, we'll just continue. I'll just be happy that we have two more months uh, of this story. So, um, yeah, man. What? So next, uh, we've got well, the plunge is coming out. We'll also have, um. Shit, what's the other one that's coming out? Um, well, first of all, hold on. Well, hold on. Ah. The Basket Full of Heads will be yes. coming out here. Yeah, I know right? that's coming out soon. But uh, I, I mean, seriously, like this is probably my favorite. Yeah. Hold on, shit. My favorite. Yeah. My, fa- I think so my too, favorite man. series other than freaking Daredevil that has been out recently. Like, oh, dude. Darede- yeah. Daredevil really has good. been freaking awesome. But uh, this is probably dude, has, one yeah. of my favorite of overall, I mean, freaking art story. I mean, creepiness, just, yeah. just the whole thing. I mean, it has been unbelievable. I, I love yeah. the whole thing because especially, I don't know where the fuck this is going every single time. And I can't right. I, I yeah. don't know how to express this. Every time I write a review on this every time and every single time I'm like, I don't, I had no idea that this is where this is going to go. And, uh, in that whole fact of, uh, surprise yeah. is just amazing to me. And uh, yeah, I yeah. mean, and every time I love it, how, how many times can you say yeah. that you, you've read a, a series that you had no idea where it was going to go and you loved it. <laughs> yeah. Other than it's very rare that like the mystery, the, the quote unquote, they always describe it as like, this is a mystery y'all, but it's like very frustrating because it's clearly yeah. not a mystery. They just don't know what they're writing. This is like a mystery that is like exciting to read and like follow up on and try to, you know, get what the fuck, where the fuck Fucking they're going. Leviathan. 
Um, Fuck my and, life. And it holds the and it holds the yeah. horror aspect in in place yeah. really well yeah. too. No, so exactly. Yeah, man. I, I, yeah, I love. I love it. I love so. every part of it. Uh, so yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, hey, we'll we'll go ahead and sign off. But where can all the fine folks uh, find you and get in touch and and all follow? Right. Well, so I write reviews for WeirdScienceDC.com. Uh, that's uh, Weird Science DC, I believe, on Twitter and all that kind of stuff. Um, yep. And then uh, Joey Casco at Joey Casco on Twitter. And I actually have a wine blog, uh, thewinestalker.net. Mm-hmm. That is that is the stalking as as far as like stalking the bushes and started uh, stalking in the you know stocking <laughs> shelves. S T A L K E R dot net. Um, so yeah, so I, uh, yeah, that's a bit, that's about it. Yeah. So hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. And, uh, I'll have all those, uh, links to in the show notes as well. So go check that out. Um, if you know, if you're one to, I guess if you're listening to this, these instructions don't yeah. matter because you'll already have seen the show notes. So anyway, check them out, go follow and, uh, check out reviews on weird science, DC comics, dot com too. So dude, it's been a blast. I can't wait to talk about the follow-ups to this, oh, but yeah. also, uh, we do have a new series we're going to talk about on the next episode of this and uh, continue, I think, Basket Full of Heads, oh, I believe, or Lolo Woods. I can't I think remember it's what's both, coming out. Actually. What the Lolo order. Woods and Basket. Is it both? Yeah, oh, shit. I think it's both. Yeah. Okay, and we'll have the plunge at some no, point. No, I don't no, know when yeah. that one's coming out. I just saw an yeah, ad no, for plunge, it. Plunge so. and, oh, shit. I think it's Plunge and Lolo Woods next week. Oh, boy. Okay, so we got yeah, to yeah. set out for us, but uh, hell yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to I can't wait to see what plunge is like. I'm excited to get a story. I heard it's good uh, from this. So I heard it's real good. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Hell yeah. Well, all right, man. Well, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and hit uh, stop on this recording. Stop. But um, let's see. Actually, we'll stop. I'm just gonna do a clap because I can actually stop recording oh. without it cutting us off from our conversation. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, that's where I know yeah. to cut it off because I forgot we were not on Skype. Uh, <laughs> So it was like, and we'll stop, but we'll keep talking, but it's actually going to cut off. Um, So, hell yeah. Okay. So, mm, mm. sorry, chugging some water. Um, Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm going to, I started recording a, like an old, just an old school type of episode with like some old horror comic that I used to do because I was getting like a couple of messages like, hey, digging the new comics, but when are you going to go back to the oh. old thing? And I'm like, I promise it's going to happen. So cool. started doing that. I'm going to finish that and put that out first and then throw this one out there um, after. So it'll be probably next week uh, into like late next week before this one actually drops. Um, hopefully. So yeah, just a heads up. But um, anyway, uh, dude, I had a blast talking Ooh. about it. And, um, yeah, man, I'm fucking, I, I mean, dude, you're right. Jenny is fucking terrifying. Oh, like in, it's, she, it's like a crossover between like a terrifying ghost and just an annoying bully asshole yeah. from school. I'm like, I don't know which is worse. <laughs> the ghost aspect or the bully aspect of Jesus. But, uh, shit, man. No, she's bad. Um, she's a badass. I, yeah. you know, that's, that's one of my favorite things about this whole thing. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Oh Yeah. Um, all right, man, I'm going to hit stop on here and I'm going to start rendering this down so I can edit the files, but, uh, have a good one, man. And I'll talk to you later and we'll figure out when we're going to get those next issues recorded. All right, man. You have a good night. All right. You too. Take care.
All right, y'all. Thanks again for listening. As always, had a blast talking into Joey. Go check out his reviews on weirdsciencedccomics.com and also Wine Stalker and all the places he gave you. Um, uh, of course, we had a lot to drink. What? <laughs> what kind of a question is that? Yeah, of course we did. Uh, and that makes it even more fun than it already is. Uh, so, yeah, that was a thing. And, uh, you know, do I regret it? No. Will I continue to do that in the future? Probably so. Had a, had a blast uh, talking about these books and will continue to do so until they are over, which I think that day is coming here in the in a few months. We'll see. But uh, who knows? Yeah, it's been a blast. And again, I, I said at the beginning that we were going to be talking about the movie Dirt, uh, Dirts, Dirts, Dudes of Prey, Birds of Prey, uh, the Harley Quinn, or whatever, Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey movie. That's in theaters right now. Uh, we do a just kind of a we were actually just kind of started talking about it. Um, and I was recording already during the soundtrack and stuff. So we just kind of kept going. But uh, it's very spoiler filled. So if you don't want spoilers and you plan on seeing the movie, which you should go see it. I mean, I mean, it's, it's just a fun fucking movie, um, you know, but if that's, you know, doesn't look like your th- it's, it's not really like the trailers presented to be. Um it's, I don't know, it's, it's got some, like, it pulls from, like, the way Pulp Fiction frames its stories, uh, if that makes sense, the, the, as far as, like, how they roll in a linear sense, um, like that, but it's also kind of short, so it's not as drawn out, uh, it's just a fun movie, and if you like those characters and, you know, that kind of world and whatnot, it's, it's a fun R-rated kind of romp, um, I don't know. I, I really enjoyed it, and I'm not a huge Harley Quinn fan, uh, so to speak. And I don't say that meaning that, like, I don't like the character. I just have always been so, like, eh, whatever about the character, even as a kid. Um, and, yeah, so, even so, I still liked it a lot, actually. So, we're going to talk about that, and uh, thank you all if you if you if if you're tuning out now. I get it. If you want to keep listening, that would be awesome. But it's up to you, obviously, because it's all in your hands now. So thanks again for being here. I'm going to let the discussion of Birds of Prey and the Harley Quinn Emancipation Proclamation Schoolhouse Rock uh, take us out. And uh, yeah, if you want to get in touch, if you want to send in show mail, horrorcomicspodcast at gmail.com, at horrorcomicspod on Twitter, and I'm at RevRim. On Twitter, uh, seriously, I'll read show mail. I'll play show mail audio that you want to send in. If you have personal horror stories that you've experienced, I'll uh, read or play the audio of you telling the story uh, on the show. Um, otherwise, we will be talking more about these books, and I will be uh, continuing to go about doing some of the older books that I've been uh, collecting here for a while, and I've got a whole bunch of new ones. Uh, new, I mean, when I say new, I mean new collected versions of old pre-code horror stories. So I'm excited to dig into those. And yeah, again, thank you all very much. So we will see you next time. Um, Finally saw Birds of Prey. And uh, I saw it with my wife. uh, What was it? Uh, I guess it was yesterday morning at like 1130. We went to the 1130 showing. And uh, I... I, it was weird. I, I want to see it again because Me too. I don't, 
I, I don't know if I was expecting, I guess, maybe Suicide Squad again, which that's not a bad thing. It's just this is a different type of movie to me than most comic book movies because it, it seems like it's pulling from like a Pulp Fiction kind of thing. Uh, mm-hmm. But with comic book flair and some action that's very John Wick-ish, and which makes sense because the director came on to do the some of the action scenes and whatnot. But like, it was just a different kind of thing, and it paced itself in a different way and told the story and like this non-linear thing. And I was like, I was not expecting this, and so it's just kind of a weird thing. But I really enjoyed it. Um, I would just like to see it again, having settled with those expectations. But um, I mean, I really liked it. But what I mean, what do you have any like kind of thoughts on your end just as kind of like breaking the ice or what no i mean i obviously it was a harley quinn movie i mean and that that's part of the problem i think they even renamed it harley quinn Mm -hmm. birds of prey right so i mean it was harley quinn and it felt that way like i mean harley quinn i mean you you get your funny moments i mean it you got the just the the comedy and all that but you already got you also got the blood you got the yeah. action like it, it when it got serious it got serious but also yeah. you had the comedy the silliness like the breaking the fourth wall not to the point of deadpool but right. you know like it so it it did all of that but it also had like it it had the birds of prey in it too um which which i really loved i thought uh, black canary was awesome she yeah. was great and the thing that bothered me about black canary though is i think she only threw one punch Everything else was a kick, and I don't know if anybody else realized that. She used her hmm. legs a lot and her feet a lot, yeah. and that kind of actually bothered me. Like, use your fists, Murray, uh, you know? Like, it was all I, legs. She did kick a lot, for sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I, I thought that Huntress, because Huntress is one of my favorites of all time. Probably, you know, probably my favorite uh, female superhero of all time. And yeah, I, I cool. think they I think they did her right because they kept her, like, in the background. And yeah. it, she was just there. And they didn't put it in there too much, but enough that you mm-hmm. wanted more. And they showed her, they still showed her backstory. They still showed her as a yep. kid, you know, and kind of showed her motivations for what she was doing and her awkwardness in front of like social situations. Yeah. yeah. You know, I think they did her really good. Um, and just the overall, I love the movie. And I, it, Cassandra, I wish. Like I maybe they were planning for like a future thing to have her as orphan or you know, but you know she was very talkative and which that character isn't. So it was kind of weird yeah. to have her doing that out of character, but still she was awesome. Like the whole yeah. thing was just really well done. I really loved it. it was a lot of fun, and I yeah. think that, I think maybe a lot of fans have a problem with that because DC's try to keep it so serious. You know, so you have that is yeah. divi- this divided thing where it's like, all right, now you're trying to make it fun now, but it it should be. I mean, I think this movie should be, and um, and yeah, I really, I really liked it. I had a lot of fun. I need yeah. to see it again. Um, it, it's it's you know, it's not the greatest movie in the world, but I mean, you, sure. you want to sit down and spend you know how how long was it like two two hours not even that maybe not even two hours not even like two hour, hours 40 yeah. hour 45 something like that yeah it was the shortest of all of dcu like you want to sit down and just have a good time for that amount of time yeah. it was great it was awesome i i really liked yeah. it it was awesome yeah and that being the case like the the runtime i thought it was cool that like it wasn't like all right now it's all action it's like it mm-hmm. still takes its time setting up the story again with that non-linear kind of thing um 
Okay. Okay. So w- with Huntress, and we don't have to like rail on this for very long. I just wanted like mm-hmm. a lot of people were like, "Well, Huntress didn't get enough time," and like I just wanted more time with Huntress. And like I get that for sure. But like me and Jordan talked about it. We recorded like a official, like a, a full on review, uh, just before we're recording, and he kind of felt the same way. Of like I kind of wanted more time with her, and I agree it would have been cool. But like it one of the things I said was like, it actually like, it kind of makes sense. And the movie actually sort of makes sense of it, not giving her more time. Like they kind of play into it with like, she's very mysterious. She like shows up and like kills the people she's after. And they kind of make a fun thing of like, what's her name? Oh, it's the crossbow killer, the crossbow killer. Everyone calls <laughs> I love that. that. She's like, my name. Even is... with the last guy, even the yeah. last guy is like the crossbow yeah. killer. And she's like, God yeah. damn it. <laughs> Yeah, dude, I I thought that was really good and not like cheesy comedy, but really good timing, you know, Mm -hmm. but you even show her like in the mirror, like practicing and it's just kind of funny. Yeah. Um, Well, no, that's because it was like her whole story. Like you finally at the end, she's the last one you get the backstory from with Harley Quinn, like narrating. And it's like, oh, wait, fuck, I forgot to tell you about this girl. And she's the, you know, Helena Bertinelli, who's with the family that gets killed because, you know, they're that's the one that has the fortune and the diamond, all that stuff. So it's like they set up that she's taking out the, all the people that took her family out. And like Zaz is one of the people and like, mm-hmm. she kills him at the end. And they, again, they make fun of it kind of because she's like, no, I, I came here to kill him and I killed him. So I'm done. Uh, well, right. see you later. And like the movie itself goes, no, you can't leave. You're supposed to be part of the team. And like they drag her back in. And like, to me, that was kind of a nod to the idea of like, we're not digging that much into her because she is kind of that character. She's mysterious and she doesn't, she has a hard time, you know, connecting with other characters, even in like rebirth with like uh, Tim Drake and all that stuff. It's a weird kind of touch and go thing. Um, but, but yeah, there's, that, that, there's... anyway. Yeah, there's two things about that character in the whole movie. I mean, first of all, I mean, okay, when you look at like, say, take the fam, the the movie, the not the movie, but the show Family Guy, when you yeah. they were talking about doing a spinoff, right? Everybody wanted Quagmire. You get too much right. Quagmire, you get too much Quagmire. So they went with Cleveland, and it was actually pretty yeah. good for like a few seasons there, right? Like you know, so it's like, all right, you get the character that you want, and it's too much. Yeah, you know, like I think if they they I think they left it at a point where like you they left you wanting more mm-hmm. from her and not giving you too much, you know. So I think they could actually yeah. spin it off into something else, into future movies or whatever, or just leave it at that. But also the thing that I found the most intriguing about the whole character in the movie, she didn't give a shit that freaking that uh, that she had to shit out this diamond for her own family's fortune. Yeah, she didn't care that Cassandra had the diamond. She knew it. Right. She knew that she had this diamond that had her family's fortune in it. She didn't give a shit. And I think right. that, like, and I didn't think they they actually focused that on enough. No, they, they did not go into that at all. At all. And uh, that yeah. was one thing that I was like, wow. Um. Okay. They they could have actually brought something up about that, and they didn't. Yeah. Yeah, no, they know you're right. That's a good point. I haven't actually thought of that. Is that like they haven't gone into that? Um, damn. Again, I gotta watch it again. Um, but no, I thought it was a really good movie. But uh, the other, uh, I, I, we could go into every character, but I literally just did that. But f- fucking uh, Ewan McGregor as Black Mask as Roman Sionis, like I like 
again, just talking about it, like he's got like multiple personality kind of thing going on. And it they, they dig into that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I honestly, I thought he was awesome oh, as man. this villain. Um, and as this character who like has a certain amount of power, but at the beginning, he's not sure what kind of power he has because, you know, Harley Quinn dating the Joker. And from there, it kind of, once that that connection is severed, it's like, okay, I have more power and I can get more. But, like, they did a really good job of, like, digging into, like, the layers of, like, his character needing family and taking right. it personally when someone won't connect with him. And, like, when Black Canary is his driver and, like, they find out that she's betrayed them by, like, relaying information me, in Montoya. Yeah. And he, like, has a fucking breakdown when he finds out. Like, he's, like, crying because she betrayed like he it like meant a lot to him you know yes. and i was like this is really strange and you see that breakdown with flashes of him going to get his black mask and put it on so it's like it's this crazy like separation of like the very flamboyant roman Sionis, the the one that's at the nightclub and he's asking people if they need more drinks or can i get you this or can i get you that versus the one that like is paranoid and psychotic and like makes the girl get on this on the table oh, yeah, and yeah. dance with no music and the guy has to cut her dress off and like you're like is he about to like fucking kill her like, what and like it's i don't know he, he played that character fucking well that was one of the things i'm like man i hate that th- spoiler alert spoiler alert <laughs> spoiler alert in case this gets published i hate that they like i mean i hate i say i hate it i part of me hates that they killed him off Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because it's like there's so much potential to move on. (laughs) Yeah. But part of me also admires the filmmakers for being like, here's this great performance for this great villain, and he's gone. Mm -hmm. This is what you get, and you just have to appreciate it for what it is because he's gone. You know? Um, So I'm like, I'm torn on that one. The greatest thing about the, the whole thing, though, is there was no origin story. Yeah. He was just already Black Mask. Yeah. And they even put it there, a.k.a. Black Mask. And that was yeah. him. And that, like, you know, and he had all these different moments that were just so great. And like you said, yeah. his character just changed throughout all these different moments. And he was just so sporadic. And and yeah. my favorite moment in the whole thing, it was, he was like, he's like, they boiled this guy's head. Yes. They boiled his head. He's a thousand year old, years old. And now... He's a decoration in my living room. Ew, I love it. Yeah. Like, you know, like, like this stuff like yeah, that. He's he's like, Ew, just, I love it. Look at his little haircut. Yeah. You know? And like that whole thing. I, that was one of the things like my wife like ate that up. Like, she was like, I mean, she she liked the movie. She wasn't like obsessed with it. She mm-hmm. didn't like fall in love with it. Like this is the best thing ever. But she really enjoyed it. But like she was like, Ew, McGregor, like he's like unpredictable. Yeah. Like, and okay. So just to, fuck this is gonna turn into some i don't know but okay he his character in this movie being that way it like it reminds me of oh so many people if this leaks out to the world people are gonna be like how dare you this his performance reminds me of jared leto's joker because i feel like every time in suicide squad you saw the joker he had kind of a different way of carrying himself yeah. And that's something me and my wife have talked about before is that like he's at one scene, he's like slithery and snaky and creepy and gross and getting up on somebody's lap. And the other scene, he's melancholy and he's just like 
bring the car around, you know, and then the other one, he's like psycho. He's just different. You don't know what you're going to get. It's unpredictable. And I liked that about it, but Mm -hmm. I feel like in suicide squad, I was more like, yeah, really actually needed more of this Joker to like, well, there was more, there was more. It was all cut out. It was all cut out. Yeah. But no, I, and it felt like that. But with, with, with black mask and Ewan McGregor, I'm like, he's brilliant. I like, yeah, it's like I wanted more, but maybe that's a good thing. I didn't feel like it was like missing it, you know? He, I thought he did a good job of just being like – I understood that this was a conflicted character of like you – know, he's just out of control of his personality and like psychotic, I guess. But yeah. No, no, he was amazing. But the one the one, the one, one that actually really surprised me and – and you know, so like Black Canary, I knew she was going to be great because I've seen her before. Yeah. She, I knew that she was going to be an awesome Black Canary and everybody was like, oh, you know, doubting her. She was really good as, as, oh, yeah. as Lance. She was awesome. Yeah. Um, but that, Zaz, her, her man, this is a man's world. Oh, uh, man. Oh. Her, and that, that's her singing apparently. But just and even like, she, just her personality and what she, yeah. she represented. I mean, that's Dinah Lance. She was yeah awesome and even the yeah. explanation of her mother and everything yes. and explaining why renee was older like it kind of really tied mm-hmm. everything together if you really know everything that's it, going on it, yeah it was it awesome hinted back to something it hinted back to like an age of vigilantes and heroes mm-hmm. you know maybe 20 years ago exactly and but, it was like that's really cool to like to dive into that a little, not dive into it but hint at it you know yeah yeah so i mean she was she was amazing i really liked her performance and everything but yeah. the, so I, that did not surprise me i'm really happy that it didn't victor zaz yeah creepy as shit yeah. <laughs> the yeah. way he the way played he was that, like talking it was so like yeah yeah and i don't know if you've seen any of the uh like the uh i think it was on dc daily when he was on there and he was talking about i no. re- i saw him somewhere and he was talking about all the different ways that they could play this character and how they decided on this is that the way that they were gonna play him i mean it was right because that dude was yeah. creepy as shit through the whole yeah. thing yeah, a penchant for for peeling people's faces off per oh, black yeah. masks orders, I guess. But like, just the way he talked, he cut like himself. A, but it was also it was also subtle because it wasn't. Yeah. It, they didn't set. They didn't like focus on how he cut himself and all that. The scars were there, yeah. and there was one tiny little mention of this is this right here. This spot is for you. Yeah, and that was it. He's like, I got one. Yeah, when he was telling it to Harley Quinn, he's like, Mm -hmm. I got one of these for every little bird I had to pull out of the sky, and I got one special spot for you right here. Yeah, it's like that's all they had to say, you know. Yep. And I thought that was a cool way of doing it, and like the way he would talk, he had just kind of like this sort of, I don't know. A lot of times it was like this kind of dead, like, uh, like he would just kind of not really mumble, but it was exactly lifeless thing until like he had to kind of operate in society that's when it kind of changed but like you had that sort of dead voiced thing and this obvious like jealousy uh, going going back to that scene where like uh roman sionis is like showing uh uh black canary around his like office and showing her all of his things and like yeah zaz cannot stand that he doesn't have the attention and he's just like has to interrupt and tell the thing about ace chemicals blowing up and even roman is like well zaz what is wrong with you like this is great like what did you you know yeah yeah well yeah no yeah harley they've broken up now i need harley yeah yeah. no but like you know you're absolutely right because like when you're when you hear the actual actor speak and it how different it is from the character you're like holy shit yeah (laughs) 
It's, like he it's, did a great job as portraying a different character and like actually this character who's just a fucking complete psychopath and yeah. creepy as shit. You know, yeah. I, the whole thing was just awesome. I mean, it's not the best movie in the world, but it's a lot of fun. No, a it, lot it of is. Fun. It, it, I think it accomplished what it needed to accomplish, which mm-hmm. was just being entertaining. And again, for me, being different than what I guess what I was expecting. If, so, if, I, you know. Yeah. I mean, if this you know, is the direction. you a little bit more. Yeah, I mean, if this is the direction that they want to go, bring it, do it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's just like that—that—that that, that was a pure comic book movie for the characters that were involved. Yeah, take those absolutely. characters and make it a comic book movie. <laughs> yeah, Don't and I? again, and again, make it feel like like something different, though. Make yeah, it feel like something like Pulp Fiction or like something like maybe Tarantino was involved. Some that's kind of what it felt like to me for the people um, who grew up with them. Because, yeah. I mean, nobody's growing up with these characters. Nobody's, you know, yeah. this is for us. Right, <laughs> for, exactly. For our age, yeah. you know, make it for our age yeah. group. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, obviously we'll see how that continues and Suicide Squad or, or whatever because she's Do, ha- shooting that right now. Did you like, Have you seen the you latest know? photo of her from Suicide, the Suicide Squad? I saw a set photo of her with like the black and red with like a big dress on and like a no, like there's something like that. There's a new one on black and red with like the whole Harley Quinn mask with the things going off, you know, the whole just the whole Harley Quinn get up going on. And huh. it looks amazing. <laughs> I got to pull that up real quick. Let me just Google. Um, but yeah, no, but uh, she has uh, what, the, what the hell is the guy? The Lancer, the the guy who um, I mean, obviously he has the Lance. Um, she, so she calls up a cab and she has his spear in her hand right with like a, this red dress and everything that's the one you're talking okay, I think about that's right the one that i saw that's yeah. what you saw but there's another one that just came out with her with the whole harley quinn like freaking animated series no fucking way whole freaking thing oh it looks amazing awesome. yeah that's i mean that's what you really want <laughs> that's what I'm, okay i'm looking for that hold on this was posted four hours ago but it still doesn't have the actual photos it's just the dress hang on it's all over twitter right now but everything's all over Twitter. Damn. Because I remember in Suicide Squad, you had like the little flashback very quick. That was like the Alex Ross with like Harley Quinn and Joker dancing. Yep. And they were dressed up like that. And it was the classic. They Harley had that Quinn. in Suicide Yeah, yeah. Which I mean, yeah, I learned. It was very to, brief. I learned to love that movie more and more every day. It's probably one of my favorites now. I love yeah, it. Yeah, dude. I, um, I saw Suicide Squad. I don't, we've probably talked about this and I apologize if I'm repeating, but like. I saw Suicide Squad right after me and my wife went to the hospital to get our very first ultrasound for oh, our no son. Oh, no way. Oh, that's and awesome. And right after that, we went to Suicide Squad. Yeah. So it was just like we were on cloud nine. Like nothing was going to like make me not have a good time. You know, <laughs> I was already great. excited for it because I'm like, okay, I'm going to get Batfleck for sure. But I'm also getting like Joker and Harley and Dead. Sh- you know? Yeah. So I was just like, I don't care. Um, Obviously, the things that are what they are definitely set in, but I like, I still really enjoyed it for, I think uh, the longer, the, the older it goes, it goes on, the, the, you know, longer it goes on, the more I learn to appreciate it for what it is at the end. Yeah. And I I mean, I just, I love just everything about it now. It's, it's one of my favorites of all of the DCEU. So, yeah, but uh, yeah, I would love to see the kind of original idea. Same, same as like the Snyder cut thing. I would love to see the original vision, what they were going to do, but yeah, I'm with you. I mean, she was supposed to make a, you know, a, a, a boom tube. 
that was supposed to lead uh, yeah, into Justice League Two. Steppenwolf. Yeah, yeah. It was supposed <laughs> like, to, she was supposed they were to turning people into parademons or something. Like Jesus. Yeah, they, those were oh, supposed God. to be parademons instead of those big globs and everything. You know, in oh, middle of production, can you, can, can you imagine making a movie and in the middle of production being told, "Uh, this is what we're doing now," and having to change everything, and now it's like, yeah. uh, okay. But, oh, and also yeah. having to lie about it. Yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. like about it and be like, no, we were just going back to like add more to the movie. Yeah. I remember that coming out being like, God, David Ayer was like such a trooper. He was like, uh, uh, what did he say? He was like, no, he's like, reshoots are not a bad thing. It, yeah. It's like, why would it be a bad thing to like be given more money to make, you know, to add on to the movie that you love? And I was like, oh, hell yeah. And then it's like, obviously not the <laughs> no. truth. And like that he was just having to play ball. Yeah. Fuck, man. Can you imagine though? Like, oh my god. Anyway, um, I can't find the pictures. Two years of his life. He said it was like two years of his life after that. He said, you know, two years of your life and everything has changed because of, of, you know, everything that went down. But whatever.